wanted to jump back into James chapter 1, verse, the last two verses that we read yesterday, because I never really got to uh, really go any further into that. And I want to get into that here this morning, because it's important. Amen. Sarah, good morning. Good morning, Sarah. Good to see you on here this morning. Had a good time with you and your husband. Enjoyed meeting him last night. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is awesome in every way. Amen, Carol. Come on. Hallelujah. God is amazing. He's going to take it over the top in Jesus' name. So I was thinking about this right here. And so yesterday, well, most of this week we've been dealing with James chapter 1, right? Hallelujah. Radar are here. Amen. Come on, Radar here. Amen. Well, well, amen. Come on, Justin. Hallelujah. Good to see you on here this morning. Justin, love you, my mighty man of God. And Radar, the little puppy. <laughs> good morning, little Radar. Hey, Sonia, good morning. Lisa, good morning. So this week we've been talking about James chapter one, going through the, I mean, just, you know, repetition brings revelation. We've been talking about counting it all joy as we fall into various trials, uh, producing endurance in our lives, right? We, we've been talking about all of that. Well, yesterday we got all the way to the end, okay? We got to verses 26 and 27. And I wanted to, amen, Sonia. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, let's give it up for Sonia. 15 weeks today, sober, what a blessing, hallelujah. Ephraim, good morning there in Pakistan. We bless you in Jesus' name. We bless you. Hallelujah. So here we go. So James chapter 1, we finished off in verses 26 and 27 at the end of this chapter. But I didn't get into it very much about verses 26 and 27. And this morning, I want to kind of open that up a little bit, all right? So it says, if anyone among you thinks he is religious, and that word religious is worship, okay? So, oh, the anniversary of mom's death was yesterday. Well, Sonia, I'm very sorry to hear that. But you know what? Come on. We just bless you in Jesus' name. We speak health over you. We speak we speak glory over you. We speak comfort over you. Hallelujah. And your family in Jesus' mighty name, Sonia. Love you so much. Listen, if anyone among you, I'm in James chapter 1, right? Uh, verses 26 and 27. And I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to elaborate on this a little bit. I want to elaborate on this a little bit more because I didn't get to yesterday. But I, so just bear in there with me. Here we go. So James chapter one, verses 26 and 27. If anyone among you thinks he's religious. Now that word religious is worship, right? If anyone among you thinks he is a worshiper and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's worship is useless. Pure and undefiled worship before God the Father is this, to visit orphans, widows in their trouble, and to keep oneself unspotted, from the world. Amen. All right. Now listen. So we know according to Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, that there's life and death in the power of the tongue and those whom love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Come on. So we communicate by our mouth. So as we speak, we're going to eat the fruit, whether death or life by the, by the speaking of our mouth. Amen. So to get into this a little bit further, I want to take us to Matthew, all right? And I want to just give some real good expression about keeping our keeping our confession without, let me say this, hypocrisy or without 
uh, double being double tongued or double minded in any way. All right. Keeping a sure foundation. Because when he's speaking right here in verse 26 and 27, that's what he's talking about. He's talking about being double minded or tossed to and fro, right? Which he was speaking in James chapter 1, verses uh, 6, 7, and 8, all right? So let's go here to Matthew 15. It says, Defilement comes from within. Matthew 15. Says then the scribes and the Pharisees. Now remember, so this is right after Jesus multiplied the bread. Uh, Peter walked on the water, all right, and then he heals all kinds of people. And then, then the scribes and Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus, saying, "Why do your disciples transgress the traditions of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread." He answered and said to them, "Right, this is Matthew chapter fifteen, verse three. He answered and said to them, Why do you also transgress the commandments of God because of your traditions? For, God's, for God commanded, saying, Honor your father and mother, and he who curses his father and mother, let him be put to death. But you say, Whoever says to his, his father or mother, Whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift from God. Then he needed to not honor his father or mother. Thus you have made the commandment of God. Now listen to this. The commandment of God of no effect by your traditions. Another translation says it like this, okay? You've rendered the word of God of no effect by your traditions. Amen? That's things you've developed outside of the word. Come on. Now what was happening was the Pharisees were were doing this thing what was called Corbin, right? They were saying, oh, well, if you have something in your hand and, and you should have given it to your mother and father, but if you give it in an offering, you're freed from any obligation to your mother and father. And Jesus was saying, no, that's wicked. Come on, you need to honor your mother and father because it's the first commandment, right? And he was just trying to, and he says, you do this traditionally, not honoring the commandments of God. You've developed traditions outside of the word of God to give you uh, an ability to opt out of what God is saying, right? A tradition to opt out of what God is saying, right? So what happened was Jesus called him out on that. He called him out. Come on. And isn't that interesting? You can have traditions that render the word of God or the command of God of no effect in your life. I mean, that's, that's, that's intense right there. Your traditions, your, your ways of doing things outside of the word, come on, to give you an option out of the word, come on, will render the word of God of no effect in your life. Matter of fact, this is, this, this is one of the only places where God says that, that the word of God is rendered of no effect or the command of God is rendered of no effect by traditions. Come on, that's a sticky thing right there. You gotta be super cautious. So, but Jesus, ready? Is going to give us a warning right now and give us a way out. But here's the thing, right? I'm, I'm talking, I'm also comparing this with James chapter 26 and 27. Why? Because their traditions were what? Were options for them of not following the word. 
They were optioning out. Come on. They were becoming double-minded. Hallelujah. And the word is clear in James. We said any man who's tossed to and fro or double-minded in his actions shouldn't receive anything from God. So he's showing a characteristic of the heart within. Come on. To opt out. Hallelujah. Mm, from following the Lord. So let's go a little bit further. And this is verse 7, Matthew 15, 7, right? He says, hypocrites, hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy about you. These people draw near to me with their mouth. Listen to this. These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me, right? And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrine the commandments of men. Now listen, just a minute ago, right, Isaiah 26 and 27, that word religion I said was worship. Jo Joli Jolia, good morning, good morning, good to see you on, Jolia, hallelujah. Good to see you on here this morning. So listen, right, so their worship was useless to them. Why? Because they couldn't connect. Come on, because their hearts were far from it. Now, hallelujah, the power of the promise of God's word. Now, Jesus quotes right here, if you want to go back there, Isaiah 29, 13. So right here, Jesus is actually quoting, hallelujah, uh, Isaiah 29, 13. And you guys can go there. I'm just, I'm just going to run there and read it really quick so you can see it in the Old Testament as well. Right, 29.13. Yeah, and these pages stick together. 29. Bam, there we go. It seems like everyone I want to go to. 29.13, there we go. Therefore the Lord said, Inasmuch as these people draw near to me with their mouths and honor me with, the lips, with their lips, but they have removed their hearts far from me. Hallelujah. Okay, so here we go. Now listen. So, in charging the Pharisees with setting aside God, God's word for their traditions, come on, there were, they were more important, it was more important for them at that particular day, now listen, what Jesus was calling them out on, that they were following man-made regulation and rules rather than the commandments of God, come on, and Jesus was calling them out on this particular thing, and he's saying, look, with your mouth, you're making a certain confession, but your heart is far from what it is that your mouth is speaking, I'm, I'm, I'm tying this with uh, James chapter 1, verses 26 and 27, ready, Je Jesus dismisses their worship, ready, because their hearts were not aligned with their lips. Mm, come on. Jesus, because of their traditions, because of doing the man-made principle over the God-given command, come on, which rendered the word of God of no effect, with their mouths they were saying the right thing, but their hearts were far from, come on, their, their confession. And therefore, come on, he it rendered their worship of no effect. It had no power. It had no connection to heaven. Whoo, come on. Hallelujah.
Living faith, and we talked about this yesterday. Think about this. Living faith, and the roar of faith is joy. You can say that. Come on. The voice of faith, come on, we learned this yesterday, is the voice of joy. Come on. Is the roar of joy. Hallelujah. So living faith, true worship, listen to this, requires that the mouth and the heart be together to avoid Jesus's charge of hypocrisy. So what you're saying, come on, hallelujah, has to align with what your heart is believing in order not to be double-minded that you should, come on, they weren't going to receive anything from the Lord in this place. Come on, you're worshiping. I'm talking to somebody today. Hallelujah, you're rising up. Come on, you might as well. I mean, if it's not right in here, come on. You can speak all day long. You can talk all day long the right thing. But if your heart's not right, what happens? You're double-minded. You're, hypo you're hypocritical. And therefore, you begin to lift up your hands. And God says to the Pharisees of that day, your worship means absolutely nothing because it doesn't come from the heart. You can tell me all day long good words, but come on, it matters where your heart is planted. My God, woo. So Jesus requires the mouth and the heart to be together, right? To, to avoid the charge of hypocrisy. And so if we go back to James, now holding your place right there in Matthew 15, okay? If you jump back to James chapter one, verse 26, I'm gonna read it again and it's gonna make more sense. If anyone among you thinks he is a worshiper and doesn't bridle his tongue, doesn't grab a hold of what he's saying, doesn't speak from the heart. Come on. This one deceives his own heart, right? Gets it all twisted up and confused and messed up. Come on. This one's worship is useless. Mm. Pure and undefiled worship before God the Father is this, to have a heart of service of action, come on, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's go a little bit further here. I want to elaborate a little bit more on this, right? So if we go back to Matthew 15 verses, the people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain, they worship me, teaching doctrines of men and not the, uh, uh, the, teaching as doctrine, the commandment of men. Come on. So praise and true faith. Let me say this. Mm. Praise and truth faith emanate from lips that draw from the depths of the heart. Let me say that. Praise and true faith. Come on. I'm taking some people up today. I love it. I answered a question I just thought of. Amen. Amen, Kayla. Hallelujah. Come on. Right? So, so ready? Praise and true faith. Praise and true faith. Come on. Because that's what we've been talking about all week long. Is about faith rising up. About the sound of faith as a roar of joy. Come on. Count it all joy when you endure situations and circumstances. Because God is raising you up. Come on. Setting your heart upon him. Looking to him for all things. Come on. He's a good father. Come on. Hallelujah. All good things come from him. So praise and true faith emanate from the lips that draw from the depths of the heart. As a living principle, listen to this, faith's confession is not a 
ritual reaction whoo, of slogans. Let me say that. It's not a ritualistic action of slogans. Otherwise, it is only acting out, listen to this, acting out human tradition, as Jesus notes, and is potentially risky of being hypocritical or double-minded. So he's saying this. What is he saying? And I'll just put it like this. Ready? That it has to emanate from the heart. Come on. You can blow smoke all day long with your mouth. You can speak all the right words. Come on. But Jesus said it's not by what you speak. Come on. It's not by what your lips are saying. He says it's but by the heart. Hallelujah. What's within that defiles a man or comes out of the man. Come on. Hallelujah. So today, I believe there's a readjusting and realigning happening even here today in our worship, in our praise, and in our words. Come on. There is no reason to fake it before God. Let me say that right now. Come on. You, it, it, you need, there's no reason. I'm just going to say this. No reason at all to fake it before God. We've got to get our hearts aligned. If it's in there and it's and it's rolling around in there, come on, you just need to deal with it before God and enter his presence with praise and thanksgiving from your heart, amen? Because that's what he's looking for. He's looking for the response of your heart. He's not looking for the traditions and the slogans and all of this kind of things or the little mean this, that, and the other. No, he's looking for the one who conditions his heart before the Lord saying, God, come on, I'm not backing up and I'm not backing down. I'm not double-minded or hypocritical in any way. Father, I love you with all of my heart. Come on, I worship you with all that I am. You are holy. That's why I love just singing out songs to God. That's why I love just to allow the word to come on. Think about this. Think about this for a minute. Think about this. Remember earlier this week, we went into Acts chapter 16, talking about Paul and Silas when they were caned, when they were thrown in the prison. Come on, think about that. Last night, we talked about that in the men's Bible study, having that joy in circumstances. Come on, having that joy when everything looks like it's gone the wrong way. Come on, hallelujah. Just like with Paul in Acts chapter 16 and Silas when they were in that prison. Come on, they didn't have hymn books in there. Matter of fact, they were beaten by rods. Come on. They were locked up in the inner prison. Come on. But as they were in that inner prison, all of a sudden a joy began to flow out of them. A song began to flow out of them. Why? Because their hearts were connected with the one. Come on. Their heart wasn't connected to their circumstance. Their heart wasn't connected by what was happening around them. Their heart wasn't connected to, well, if you treat me right, I'll be right. Come on. Their heart was connected to the one. They were looking unto Jesus, according to Hebrews chapter chapter 12, verse 2, looking unto Jesus, who is the author, perfecter, and finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Come on. So therefore, the everything was going wrong. They were beat up. They were bound up with chains. And if you do a little study on that, you understand that they were in their own excrement. They were urinating on themselves. They were in that inner prison. You got you to gotta know this. Come on. That they were in that place where everything looked like it was gone. They were doing what was right. But 
what was happening. The enemy was coming against them. They'd been beaten, but here they are bound up with shackles in the inner prison. And the, and, and the word says, and at midnight, they were praising God. Woo, come on. That's a heart that's connected. That's a heart that's not given away to the traditions. No, that's a heart that's connected to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's not moved by the situation, not moved by the circumstances, not moved by what they see, but what they believe. Hallelujah. Come on. And so it is in our lives. Come on. Hallelujah. We're connecting our heart with our mouths and let the praises come forth. So here's Paul and Silas, Acts chapter 16, as they're worshiping in the midnight hour. I could imagine my guy as they were singing. I mean, you know, it had to be songs that they knew of that were in their heart, prophetic songs coming forth. How good is my God? I mean, all the prisoners, the word said, all the prisoners were listening to them praising. Come on. They saw the condition that they came in. They saw that they were stripped naked. They saw that they were beaten. Come on. They saw that they were bound behind the same chains that they were bound with. But there was something different on the inside of them. Come on. Where no praises should have been, there was praises coming forth. And because of their praise, because their hearts aligned with their mouth. Their mouth aligned with their hearts. What ended up happening? The word says the prison shook. All the doors were flung open. Come on. Hallelujah. And their chains fell off. <laughs> Woo! There's power in praise when your heart aligns with your mouth and your mouth with your heart because that's the type of praise that God's looking to inhabit. That's the type of praise that gets things done. That's the type of praise right there that breaks the bonds of chains of irons, drops the shackles off you and I. Come on, hallelujah. What ended up happening? Pretty soon the, the, the jailer came in and what did he do? He came down, fell on his knees and he cried out, what must I do to be saved? Then he, his whole household was saved. I truly believe the entire prison was saved. The prison was saved. The prison guards were saved. The head of the house was saved. Everybody was saved. What the devil meant for destruction, God turned for his glory when the praises started. When the hearts aligned with the mouth and the mouth aligned with the heart. Come on. It changed natural circumstances, broke the natural chains, and opened the prison doors. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. Come on. Hallelujah. That's why it's so important. Come on. That we operate with the measure that Jesus, he's saying don't operate out of that hypocritical, traditional way of doing things where you're just repeating the slogans and this, that, and the other. Come on. But you get in there. There. You let your heart connect with his. You begin to sing those praises. You begin to lift that. He says, you shall, in uh, John, John chapter 4, right, when he was talking to the woman at the well, he says, they shall worship me in spirit and in truth. Come on. What's the truth? That we truly align ourselves with what he's saying. We align ourselves purposely. Come on. And we flow from that place. And it will powerfully change, transform uh, every situation and circumstance that we might be in. Hallelujah. See, there's power in that. 
There's power in that. And that's what James chapter 1, verse 26 and 27 is saying. There's power to bring restoration. There's power to bring transformation everywhere you go. Hallelujah. In what? In aligning yourself, aligning your heart. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. Let me go on to the first. Let me, let me say this. Let me say this. When we, when we get into the, uh, the, the face confession, right? It's not a ritual recitation of slogans. Let me say that. It's not a ritualistic citation of slogans. Listen. Whew. Otherwise, because if it is, listen, otherwise... It is only acting out human traditions, as Jesus notes, and is potentially hypocritical. Just as we are called to genuinely praise and worship, not as pretenders or ritual performers. Listen, come on, how many times have you you've seen that? You you know, you go out and you know, one minute. You know, the person's over there cussing somebody out, talking all kinds of craziness about somebody or all kinds of different things. And next thing you know, you look over there and they're like, ooh, ooh, hallelujah, ooh. And you're like, what? Wait a minute, wait a minute. That don't make no sense. That don't make no sense, right? I mean, we've all been a part of that where you see people gossiping, talking mad trash about somebody or something or even the church or this kind of thing. And then two minutes later, you see them over there. Ooh, hallelujah. Come on. You can't tell me that that's not hypocritical. One minute, they're saying bad things about people, talking all kinds of craziness. Next minute, they're over there with their hands raised up. Come on. That's the place. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's that ritualistic thing. That's that thing where it's just a, a form of action. It doesn't have any power behind it. Matter of fact, Jesus even says, come on, if your heart is in that wicked place, he even says, come on, that, you, that your worship won't even be received. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Shh, grab a hold of that. Come on. We've all seen it. We've all seen it. We've all seen it happening around. I don't want to get too far on that. But, but we have to guard against these things, right? We have to guard. My interest, right, is amen, Carol. That's right. That's right, Carol, right? So my interest in, in giving this word... And I, is this, listen, is that my desire is that you would hear something here today and it would align, come on, and it would get that motion flowing that would increase your worship and praise. Listen, just like with Paul and Silas, that you would see chains falling in your worship, that people even being close to you because your worship so connects with heaven, because your mouth and your heart are so aligned, come on, that, that, that even people close to you, chains are falling off. Come on. It didn't say as Paul and Silas in Acts 16, they were in there preaching the gospel. No, it said that they were praising God. Come on. 
praising God and with their freedom, come on, that caused the earth to shake and that tremp and the, and the prison to shake that opened the doors and the chains fell off. Come on, the chains just didn't fall off of Paul and Silas. It fell off of all the prisoners. Everybody was set free. You getting what I'm laying out here today? Your worship and connecting with God. Come on. Hallelujah. Heart and that spirit and truth flowing from your heart out of you. Come on. Causes freedom to come all about you. There's an expression of glory and power. Come on. In the praises of the saints when their heart and mouth are connected. Come on. Operating properly, come on, hallelujah, that brings forth the function of heaven to break the chains and set the captives free. <clears throat> hallelujah. Shh. What am I doing? I'm talking about, that's right, that's right, Juanita, come on, the ripple effect. <laughs> Woo. Think about that. Grab a hold of that. What? This is important. This is important because I truly believe God has taken us to a whole nother level. That's why I talked about all this week. Come on. Was about James chapter one, about the, the sound of faith. Faith has a voice and the voice is the roar of joy. All week long, we've been talking about this. Come on. We've been getting this settled into our spirits. And this morning, I wanted to kind of just bring this out in verse James chapter 1, verse 26 and 27, right? So let me go back and read it really quick once again. It says, if anyone among you, James chapter 1, holding your place in Matthew 15. If anyone among you thinks he is a worshiper and does not bridle his tongue, ready? Keeping connection between his heart, doesn't bridle it, doesn't take hold of it, come on, but deceives his own heart, this one's worship is useless. Whew. Pure and undefiled worship before God the Father is this, right? You're going to have impact on orphans, widows, in their trouble. <laughs> Hallelujah. And to keep oneself spotted from the world. Now, come on, that, that's kind of taking on a whole nother level now, isn't it? Come on. So think about this. Let me, let me, Jesus has called us to genuine praise and worship, not pretenders of ritual or ritual performers. So let our confessing of God's promises be without hypocrisy, meaning or double-minded, right? James chapter one, verses uh, six and seven, talking about double-minded. That word hypocrisy is two-faced, right? It's the same word for double-mindedness. You're, you're bouncing back and forth between two opinions. Same exact thing. Let us speak what God's Holy Spirit has truly birthed in our hearts, thereby bringing us to faithfully speak with our lips. Therefore, faithfully speaking with our lips from a place of faith, truth, hallelujah, flowing through us. Hallelujah. Woo, come on. I'm going to take a little further, right? Let's go to Proverbs 16. Proverbs 16, hallelujah. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, 
Mm. Is this making? Is this? Is this? Is this? Is this settling in with you guys here this morning? I, I put on there. Put on some comments. Let, let me ask you: Is this? Is this? Uh, is this clicking in with you this morning? Hallelujah. Where are we going? Proverbs sixteen twenty three. Proverbs sixteen twenty three. Ready? Hallelujah. So Proverbs sixteen twenty three says it like this. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. Pleasant words are like honeycomb. Yeah? Sweetness to the soul and health to their bones. So with proper, let me say this, with proper speech from the heart actually adds health and healing to the bones. Mm. So, ready? Shh. Let me say, I just want, the heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. This text reveals that what God's wisdom, his word, has taught our hearts. You ready? It's his word that settles into our hearts, that rests in our hearts. Hallelujah. Come on. Those truths and promises are to influence our speech, to transmit that learning to our lips. Come on, as we allow that word, remember Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, as we attend to that word, as we keep it before our eyes, as we let it settle into our hearts, come on, it influences our speech and transmits that learning to our lips. <laughs> Woo! The word in our hearts, my God, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. This is just got convo with my daughter the other night. She was getting frustrated because Nana was listening. I said, pray. She said, should pray in faith. She said, no. Then I said, yes, speaking the word. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Come on, Juanita. Hallelujah. Well, let me go on. The word in our hearts is to teach or control our speech and conduct. See, that's why it's so important to get that word. That's why Jesus, come on, was so clear on this in Matthew 15. Why? Because if your heart and your lips, they're not aligning, what happens? Your conduct is crazy. Come on. Your speech is crazy. You're going to be saying all kinds of craziness. Come on. The sweetness and health that he's speaking of in verse 24, whether in our human relationships or in the release of divine grace in our daily living. Come on, ha, my God, the sweetness. Let me say that. The word in our hearts is to teach or control our speech and conduct. The sweetness and health such speech promotes are desirable, whether in our human relationships or in the release of divine grace in our daily living. It leads the believer to an overcoming. Let me say this and overcoming victorious life through a cons consistent acknowledgement of the power and might of God with both mouth and manner. <laughs> Woo, come on. 
Maya, good morning, good morning, hallelujah. Exactly, exactly, slow to speak, right? That's what he spoke of right there in uh, James chapter 1, verses 19 and 20, right? So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath, right? For the wrath of God, God does not produce the righteousness of the kingdom of God, amen? Hallelujah. So what am I doing? I'm laying out some foundational truths, come on, that will keep us into a place of constant joy, constant miracles, constant breakthrough, not only for ourselves, listen, but also for everyone that is around us. Come on. Paul had this down. That's why is the Acts chapter, I just love this, Acts chapter 16, when they were in the prison. Come on. Their hearts, even though their flesh was beaten, even though they were in the worst situation. Come on, you got to think about that. Their hearts were so in tuned looking to Jesus, even though they were in that pain, they were still praising God. Come on. Because listen, you can tell when a heart is aligned to the thing. Now think about this for a minute. When your mouth is aligned to your flesh, you're going to speak the flesh. So just think about this for a second. Just, just kind of let me play with it, right? So think about Paul and Silas if they were in their prison. And they were aligned. Their hearts were not aligned to keeping constant looking at the king. Come on. Keeping their self attending to him. Keeping their eye on him. When they were beaten, come on, they would have started speaking from the flesh because of the pain because of the situation, they would have started looking at, come on, they were doing the right thing by setting the woman free. They were preaching the gospel. Come on, if they weren't connected, keeping their heart, if their heart was in a traditional place or filling their heart with, 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 with not the word of God, come on, what would have happened? They would have reacted out of the natural. Come on, they would have looked at it and been like, oh man, what happened, God? Where are you? Come on, I've been doing everything you wanted me to do. I was doing this. I was doing that. I was reading your word. I even, the woman, I even set her free in your name and look at what we're going through now. Come on. I mean, that would have been a natural response of a heart that wasn't positioned under the ruler authority, the rulership and authority of the kingdom of heaven. Mm. Hallelujah. And that's where that hypocritical, come on, or double-mindedness would come in. But because they were submitted to the word, yeah, I'm sure there was pain. I'm sure there might have been some questions in their thinking, but it wasn't coming out of their mouth. Listen to that. It wasn't coming out of their mouth. What did they allow to come out of their mouth? What was already inside. Taking, come on, <laughs> rejoicing always. Uh, uh, Philippians 4, 4, where Paul wrote, rejoicing always. Matter of fact, when he wrote that letter to the Philippians, let me tell you this. When he wrote that letter to the Philippians, he was in prison. <clears throat> he was in prison. And he said, rejoice always. James, think about this. When he said, count it all joy. Jesus, going to the cross. The word says in uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, it says, looking unto Jesus, who's the author, perfecter, and finisher of our faith. Ready? Who, for the joy that was set before him, the joy that was put there in front of him, went to the cross despising its shame. Hmm? Mm. Go and grab a hold. That's going to click here in a minute. 
Why? Because the heart was set on the word. The heart was set on the purpose of God. The heart was set. Come on. And therefore, confession was made. With Paul and Silas in the prison, what was it? Think about it. Their confession was singing and praising God. In the most difficult situation you could find yourself in, here they were, beaten, stripped naked in their own. And if you do a little study on this, you understand their prisons were not clean. So they were chained up in their own feces, in their own urine. Come on. Chained up, not moving, but yet in the worst condition, what was happening? They were praising God. Ooh, a heart aligned with the king. Come on. Hallelujah. Makes the choice, not through circumstance, not through sight, but through belief. I believe that my God is who he says he is. And causes a, a roar, a roar of joy. That roar of joy for Paul and Silas. Come on. Drop the open the cause the prison to shake, open the prison doors, come on, and the chains fell off. So shall it be with you in your life. Hallelujah. I decree that over you today in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whoo! That as you align, come on, as you're aligning yourself and filling yourself with the word, come on, that your reactions are from a place, your speech, come on, is from a place, come on, that's submitted unto God, that's looking unto Jesus, that's pressed into him, come on. So therefore, it's going to produce, come on, hallelujah, power. It's going to produce freedom. It's going to produce deliverance. It's going to produce healing. It's going to produce restoration. It's going to produce the heavens on earth everywhere you go that all should see and know that Jesus is King, Lord, God Almighty. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Bless you, little Carol. Bless you, firecracker. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In each of your lives today, over the top in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Whoo. Thank you, Jesus. And just like it says, hallelujah. Uh, Proverbs 16, 23. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth. And he adds learning to his lips. And pleasant words are as honeycomb, sweetness to the sweetness to the soul, and health to all the bones. This leads a believer to an overcoming, victorious life through a consistent acknowledgement of the power and might of God with both mouth and manner. Damn. Hallelujah. So let it be in your lives today. Let the worship arise. Come on. Let the worship not come from a place of, of traditionalism. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Let it come from a place of flowing of the truth of your heart. Come on. Father, I love you. You are worthy of all praise. You are worthy of all glory. I could imagine Paul and Silas in that prison, bound up. Hey, oh sweet Jesus, you never leave me or forsake me. 
that song <laughs> it's that mm, ooh, I agree. <laughs> ooh. telling you right now the firepower of god right there mm. i'm not even playing with you right there the firepower of heaven right now dropping in each and every home right now i don't 
that song right there, I'm telling you, I was just thinking about in that prison with Paul and Silas and what that what that must have sounded like. Come on. And I started lifting up my own voice like I was right there with them. Come on. Hallelujah. And you can do that right where you're at right now. Come on. You can lift your voice up. Just imagine yourself. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, I feel chains falling. I feel sh prison shaking. Come on. I feel the doors opening. Hallelujah. What was bounding you up is dropping away today. What was holding you up is falling away today. Come on. He inhabits the praises of his people. Come on. When you you're connecting. That's exactly right, Auntie Kao. When you're connecting that heart song with him, come on, that flow from the heart to him, come on, doors begin to open, prison doors, locked doors begin to become shattered and flying open, shackles and chains, come on, dropping away. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Who in Jesus' mighty name, Joanne, in Jesus' name, strength and courage and hope. Come on. Begin to lift up your voice. Begin to lift up your voice. Come on. Jolia, Jolia, come on. Right where you're at here today. I feel the anointing of God falling where you are today. Falling, bringing freedom, bringing healing bringing deliverance. Come on. He's looking for that heart song. They shall worship me. Jesus said specifically to the woman at the well, they shall worship me in spirit and in truth. Come on. And that is that roar of faith. Come on. Hallelujah. Think about that. The roar of faith. Come on. The roar. Hallelujah. That roar. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. That tribe of Judah means praise. He is the lion of praise. So it is the roar of joy that is praise. Ha ha. He he. That comes from a place of faith. Ha ha ha. Ho ho. They, that prison doors are opening. That chains are falling. Hallelujah. Breaking, shattering like glass. Come on. Right now, as you're lifting up your voices, right now, as you're lifting up your voices, right now, as you're attuning your heart with your mouth and your mouth with your heart, come on, and allowing those praises to come forth, come on, those prison doors are shaking, those shackles are dropping away, he inhabits the praises of his people, the entrance code, Psalm 100, the entrance key or the, the key to entrance or the pass key to get you in are the praises of his people. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Right there where you are right now. I feel the power of God. Just lift your hands up right now. I'm going to pray for you, Father, and then just reach your hand out right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for over the top in Jesus' name. Authority, dominion, and power going forth now in Jesus' name into every area of their life. In Jesus' name right now, the fire of heaven, the glory of heaven, the power of heaven right now in Jesus mighty name hallelujah hallelujah who hallelujah 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 
in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's right, Joanne. Come on. That's right, Lisa. Come on. That's right, Kiela. That's right, Auntie Kehout. That's right, jo uh, jo Jolia. That's right, Jolia. Come on. Joanne. Come on. That's right, Desiree. Hallelujah. 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 Mm. Hallelujah. That's right, Arnold. Come on. Just, you know what? Just put in the comments right now. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Hey, listen, guys. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Over the top in Jesus' name. I just say it again. Over the top in Jesus' name. Sarah, over the top in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Over the top in Jesus' name. Each and every one of you, over the top in Jesus' name. You're not going down. Zena, come on. Zena, Joanne, Kayla, come on. Put in there. I receive it. Hallelujah. I receive it. Glory. Hallelujah. Next level. I'm talking to you. Jolia, that's right. Listen, I'm talking. Man, with that right there, I feel it so strongly. Whoa. In my spirit, with that right there, those heart songs to God right there, you and him, those hearts, that's what he's looking for. Spirit and truth, come on. That's what he's looking for in that place right there where you allow it to flow. You're in your house, you're in your car, wherever, and you shower, it don't matter, and you just allow it to flow. Man, I'm telling you, there's breakthrough. There's over the tops in that. There's a place where he begins to inhabit the closer and closer to you. Come on, not that he's closer, but our understanding of that closeness. Him drawing even closer, shackles falling, doors, come on, that were that were bound up are being knocked off the hinges even today in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Feel the strength behind that. I feel the strength. Why? Because it's the word. Why? I feel the strength behind it because it's the word. Shh. And that's a clear word. That's proper, clear word. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Mm. Hallelujah. Yes, the roar, the name of Jesus over everything. Amen. The roar, the roar. <laughs> he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Judah prays. He's the lion of praise. With the roar of faith, of joy. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's right, Kayla. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. Ah, yeah. In Jesus' name. I tell you, they're falling right now. Lifting up your heart. Come on. Hallelujah. Lifting up your heart. I got to come up with an acronym for roar. R-O-A-R. I got to come up with an acronym. Come up with some acronyms for that. Not right now, but throughout the day. Just be thinking about that. Roar. I'd like to hear them. Hallelujah. And post them up. Post them to us on Messenger. Amen. All right, guys. Listen. Love you so much. I know. Got to get going here. But listen. Love you. Love you. Love you. Over the top in Jesus' name in each one of your lives. I guarantee it. How can I guarantee it? Because he guarantees it. Amen. But listen. 
So we have backpack outreaches coming. We have we just got the backpacks in. We're putting together an outreach going into helping co the community, some of the keiki in the community who need help with you know backpacks, things of this nature, uh, school supplies, and all that kind of stuff. Also, we have some outreaches coming up. Amen. Hallelujah. We're putting together now. Uh, super excited for what God is fixing to do. I'm telling you, it is impactful impactful so if you guys are on here and uh, you want to partner with this and that or partner with the ministry listen I want to give you the avenues to do that right here BAM cash app truth and fire ministries PayPal Venmo text to give 719-223-4700 or snail mail truth and fire ministries PO box 902 volcano Hawaii 96785 guys are looking to partner with us uh, give a one-time gift to the outreach with the kids or a particular uh, outreach that we're doing whether uh, wherever it's at I mean it's exciting come on hallelujah what God is doing I'm, I'm super pumped last night's Bible study was through the roof at IHOP I mean I'm telling you pretty soon we're gonna have all the employees there all the workers there. I'm telling you it's through the roof it was amazing and awesome uh, also Listen, if you want to jump on, we're doing Truth with a Purpose, 7 a.m. Hawaii Standard Time. Truth, uh, tr Church with a Purpose. Man, I'm just like, whew, I, <laughs> I got whacked there. Truth and Fire Ministries, go to the email, hit the contact tab, put in your email, let us know you want to jump in with us, 7 a.m. Hawaii Standard Time, Church with a Purpose. We'll send you out the link to get you uh, so you can jump on with us. You can put it in Messenger as well. Connect with us there so that we can send you out a, an, e, uh, an email with the connection to it so you can jump on with us. Amen. So that's Sunday, 7 a.m. Hawaii Standard Time. I'm looking forward to it. Those things have been, I'm telling you, the last two weeks have just been phew, through the roof. Those things have been amazing. <clears throat> so if you guys want to jump on. Love to have you. Would love to have you. Hallelujah. All right. <clears throat> Guys, triple Jesus effect. Amen, Joanny. Come on, Lisa. Love you too. Yep, that's the ripple effect. <laughs> that's it. That's the ripple effect. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. God is so good. I tell you, I'm... <laughs> Hallelujah. Whew. Whew. Mm. Mm. All right. Love you guys. Bless you. Bless you in Jesus' name. Mm. Have an amazing day. But something happens when the power of God comes upon you and the love of God consumes you. Can you say amen? You go out of your way to be a blessing. You don't run around looking to get blessed. You look to be a blessing. Can you say amen? I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. Come on, John. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. Come on, throw down. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me.
You see, some of you didn't think I was African-American, but you can see that I'm African-American. White people can't do that. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the fire of God right now. I, I, I feel like running the field right now. Shakambronde kepriatata rando borikata sembro marikatande peradonjo manenende dendele bosapaya. Hallelujah. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. Double dose. Double dose. Double dose of the Holy Ghost. Double dose. Double dose. Double dose of the Holy Ghost. Double dose. Double dose. Double dose of the Holy Ghost. Double dose. Double dose. Double dose of the Holy Ghost.
Halleluja. 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 